It's Thursday, March 3, 2016. The indictment yesterday, uh, it was a very serious charge. It involved uh, up to, I believe, 10 years of jail time. Big oil CEO dies just one day after indictment on conspiracy charges. The bottom line for me is that fossil fuel companies cannot wreck our planet for their short-term profits. Bernie Sanders pledges to stop two more tar sands pipelines. Florida bans fracking ban bans. What? Oregon breaks up with coal. Iowa breaks wind. Wind records, that is. Plus... There are definitely areas where, you know, the Earth is covered with pollution almost all the time. Astronaut Scott Kelly's new perspective on returning to Earth. All of those new perspectives and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Now, I don't know what my Republican colleagues are smoking. Oh, I think you do, Bernie Sanders. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know when you started working on this story, it was about accountability for a crime. Now, this story has suddenly turned into something quite different. Yes, that's right. Oklahoma City police say that the controversial former CEO of Chesapeake Energy, Aubrey McClendon, died in a single car crash on Wednesday, the day after the Justice Department indicted him on charges of conspiracy to cheat homeowners out of royalties on oil and gas leases. Federal prosecutors alleged that McClendon illegally colluded with another company to rig prices for oil and gas leases in Oklahoma from 2007 to 2012. McClendon's aggressive leasing tactics were legendary in the fracking industry. And apparently the company itself was cooperating with the uh, with the Justice Department on this? It does appear to be so. Do we know if this was suicide or, or anything else at this point? That certainly has been the speculation. And officials explained that he veered off in traffic and, and went headlong into a bridge. Yes, at a high rate of speed without a seatbelt. Wow, just an amazing story. In a surprise move, a Republican-led Florida State Senate committee has voted down a bill that would have banned local communities from banning fracking, the controversial natural gas drilling technique that's been linked to water contamination and earthquakes. The vote means that over 40 local fracking bans may stay in place. That's opposite from most Republican-majority state legislatures across the nation, like Texas, where state legislatures have banned local fracking bans. So why would Florida Republicans want to do this? Usually they are in favor of fracking. It was attached to a bill that would have established a moratorium until a study was completed, and they didn't want to do that. Okay, so instead of killing fracking altogether, they're allowing localities to ban it if they want. Right. Well, I guess that much is a good thing. In presidential politics, Senator Bernie Sanders at a rally in Minnesota came out against two controversial proposed oil pipelines across the state. The pipelines are proposed by Enbridge, the same Canadian company responsible for the billion-dollar Kalamazoo River pipeline spill in Michigan five years ago that still hasn't been cleaned up. Sanders said he'd use the same test that President Obama used to reject the Keystone XL pipeline. He wouldn't approve it if it made climate and our planet more dangerous. Those are exactly the same standards that we need to apply to the Alberta Clipper and the Sandpiper, and that is what I would do as president of the United States. 
Despite his stance to keep fossil fuels in the ground, Sanders won Super Tuesday contests in the oil states of Oklahoma and Colorado. Oregon breaks up with coal. The Oregon state legislature this week passed two bills that will phase out the use of coal in the state by 2030 and require utilities to generate half their electricity with renewable energy sources by 2040. Iowa breaks wind, wind records that is. Wind energy in Iowa last year generated more than 31 percent of all electricity in Iowa, making it the first state in the nation to cross the 30 percent renewable electricity mark, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Way to go, Iowa. Finally, NASA astronaut Scott Kelly safely returned to Earth with his Russian cosmonaut colleagues on Tuesday after spending nearly a year orbiting the planet on board the International Space Station. In his final press conference from space, Commander Kelly said his unique vantage point gave him a new outlook on the environment. There are definitely areas where, you know, the Earth is covered with pollution almost all the time. And, you know, it's not good for any of us. And, uh, you know, there are weather systems that I've seen while I was up here that were in places that were unexpected, storms, you know, bigger than, uh, you know, we've seen in the past. And this is a human effect. You can tell that that is not a naturally occurring phenomenon. It, it is just a blanket of constant pollution in certain areas. So, you know, we can we can fix that if we if we, you know, put our minds to it. Well, that's a whole lot of ifs, and it relies on a whole lot of minds in this country that Well, anyway, welcome back to Earth, Commander. For much more on today's stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm on the top of the world looking down on creation and the only explanation I can. 